Welcome to Bowties in Business, where a fashionable nerd and knowledge meet. Regardless of whether your career is just starting, steady, or stalling, join me and a collection of business and thought leaders who are experts in their field as they share their decades of first-hand real-world experience from the ground floor to the executive suite and every corner of the business world. Thanks for listening today. We appreciate you being here and taking the time. I'm your host, Tim Kubiak, and today our topic is improving account coverage. As always, we've added helpful links in the show notes so you can find the other materials we've talked about. And there is always additional bonus written content available on timkubiak.com. We've linked to that as well, of course. Like what you hear? Subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and a host of other podcast applications. Want more information or keep in touch with us? You can find us at Bowties and Business on Instagram and our Facebook page, as well as Bowties and Biz on Twitter. You can find me personally at Tim Kubiak on Twitter. With that, thanks again, and let's dive right in. As a topic, account coverage may seem like purely a sales function, and it may exclude the other parts of the business. We're here to challenge that notion. Now, after all, there are so many titles and roles with account in them. There's account representative, account manager, account director, and then there's the newfangled less sales versions like customer success manager. In fact, it may be exactly what you want as a sales professional. After all, you're the engine that often pays the bills for everyone else. You consider the relationship to primarily be between yourself and your customer. It's your value and worth. No doubt, someone does have to own and control the messaging, the sales efforts, and the overall relationship with the customer, as well as the actual sales results. That's true and valid. It's also important, though, that we're going to talk about the difference and the nuance between account management and account coverage. Account management is the sales activity, the strategy, the introduction of offers, everything we mentioned above. It's having the sales plan for a specific customer or project or opportunity or all of the above. Using an American sports analogy, in football, you're the quarterback who runs the plays and adjusts on the fly to the changing situations. Now, as part of the account coverage model, which is what we're going to go into detail here today, it's making sure that you have a player in every position on the field, that everybody's practiced and practiced together, and everyone knows what play you're running and knows how to run the right play. It's engaging with the client, your entire team, that you fought so hard to win. You don't want to lose the business because someone wasn't ready. You need to make sure that everyone is set and proactive as well as reactive when issues arise in an account. And we're going to be talking now specifically about account coverage. We've hinted at it, but let's begin. Take a piece of paper. You can download the bonus materials if you like. Now let's know, list, and match every player in your current contacts. Look at who you're talking to inside your customer. Simply write it out. Name, title, email address, phone numbers, both office and cell if you have them. Now think about their business and who are you missing? Who you should be adding? Who do you need to build the relationship? Then think through, are all the names current and up to date? How recently have you checked that? How recently have you checked in with each one of those people? And then write it down on the lineup card section. The second thing is, 
consider job functions and roles. Now, this isn't necessarily title. Title does play. But looking at all the places above, are there positions that don't have a player? If not, it's time to talk to your customer. Maybe you need to know who to talk to in payables. Maybe you need to know who to talk to in purchasing or a backup in purchasing or going upstream and who the coach is for that part of the organization. And when you can, it's always important to understand and note reporting lines. And then the next step is easy. Literally, take the other side of the lineup card or across the sheet of paper and create a one-to-one -one match of who's who in your organization that goes to each of those and look at the blanks you have. Now, let's step back it's time to pretend you're a little bit of a dating service. Or if we stick with the sports analogy, you're the recruitment department. Okay, so you've created that one-to-one -one match to theirs. Introduce your team. Include functional areas of your business, not just the sales process, but also in the account reviews. Do you do a monthly business review? Do you do a quarterly, biannual, or annual business review? Get the other parts of your organization, not the ones that touch the customer every day. Those are absolutely need to be included, but the ones that touch it on occasions. Use it as an opportunity to introduce new people into your account. And the next one is build the bridge before there is a problem. It'll make things go so much better for you, so much better for your account. If they know who to work with and there's a relationship before there's stress or tension, it will lead to a happier customer. There's power in numbers. So publish your roster to your customer. You've built it for yourself. Have a customer-facing version. Publish it. Present it. Email it. Make it unique. Incorporate your customer's logo or name on it and make sure that they have a leave behind that they can have on their desks. Hey, if I have a technical question, I can call Jim or I can call Tony or I can call Tammy over in finance or whatever the opportunity is. And make sure as you do this that in the conversation there is no single point of failure. That the relationships in the account that you're regularly transacting with are strong and active. That everyone knows who to go to when someone is out of the office, having the backups known as entities and individuals engaged in the account, even if they're not as knowledgeable as the primary contacts, is so important. It'll boost your customer's confidence, their satisfaction, and it'll foster more of a business partnership and less of a transactional relationship. It will put you and your company in high regard and allow for a continuous feedback loop. To that point, Everything we've talked about so far is for the benefit of the customer, and that's where it should be. You know, but this is also where you can begin to stand out in your own organization. Look at what you've done. You've built stronger internal cross-functional relationships. You've worked across most, if not every area of the, your own business, and you've helped your company understand your customer better. So when they look at what they're doing and look at their practices, your customer's experience will be incorporated. Now, using this to your benefit, it's a way for you to gather feedback on what else might be going on in the account. Different people talk inside of a business differently. They will say different things to an accounting department or an engineer or a customer service organization than they will to the account representative or the account manager leading it. So take a minute. Make it a regular habit to stop, 
listen, and check in both formally and informally with your own team members that are touching your account. Ask probing questions just like in a customer situation. Run an internal account review for your top accounts and make sure you understand what's being said. In future episodes, we're going to talk about the importance of account planning, of having a system that you consistently use and create to build an account plan that is usable, measurable, and get you the results you need, not one that's just a futile exercise in filling in blanks and paper. We'll also cover some best practices frameworks for customer business reviews, talk about how to better leverage technical knowledges and resource in your conversations. Finally, thanks again for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode on account coverage. Visit timkubiak.com for a sample of the lineup card that we've built for your reference and again for the other bonus written material and exercises. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you've enjoyed this episode. We put out fresh content every Tuesday. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, tell your friends, and share on your own social media accounts. Want us to see what you have to say? It's a BYOB kind of party. Bring your own bow tie. So hashtag bring your own bow tie. Our listeners are important to us. After all, it's you we create this content for. With that in mind, we're doing a mailbag episode once a quarter. If you have suggestions, ideas, or questions you'd like answered, email us at mailbag at bowtiesandbusiness.com. This show is produced, edited, and researched by Courtney Kubiak with the help of her rescue dogs, Tequila Rose and Rooney.